Good morning, Houston, FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kim Parr. This morning, my guest is Harlan Stone, the CEO of HMTX, and also probably one of the biggest disruptors in the flooring industry. Harlan, how you doing? I'm great, Kemp. Hope you're well, too. Yeah, it's good to catch up with you. It's been a little while. Uh, I'd like to keep these to eight minutes, but we could talk to about 20 about the things we want to talk about. First, HMTX, a group of brands. Say so you're one of the two largest importers of LVT in the world. Halstead, which is your home center brand, Metrofloor, your distributor brand, Technofloor, and Aspecta, which are more on the A&D and commercial side of the business. So you cover the gambit. Most of your production is in China. So tell us how business is. Well, thanks very much for that introduction, Kemp. Yes, business is robust right now. So the demand for LVT remains very strong. Obviously, the home renovation, home building markets, never been better. Mm -hmm. And the uh, first quarter of this year was better than expected. And now we're comping on a very bad quarter last year. So the comps are crazy good, but the demand continues to be at an elevated level, I think, beyond most everyone's expectations. Interestingly, parts of the commercial market are now coming back. Yeah. So, you know, office, retail, not so much, but hospitality and healthcare, we are seeing uh, positive signs on that segment of the commercial market with our two Technofloor and Aspecta brands, one focusing on healthcare, the other on hospitality. You're in the fastest-growing category in the business, and uh, just continues to take share from the other categories, right? I believe so, although I think this, uh, th- this rising tide is, is uh, lifting all ships. So yeah. I think most of the flooring sector is, is having a good year, but we are having an, uh, an outsized, we continue to be taking share and getting an outsized uh, benefit. There's another quick background piece. LVT is a subset category of resilient, and there needed to be some standards written as this thing was taken off. You formed a multi-layered floor trade association, which has now been folded into the Resilient Floor Covering Trade Association. But before you did that, you created some standards. That's one thing you've done in this business. But another thing is talking about tariffs, since most of your production comes out of China. The Section 301 List 3 tariff, I mean, it was on again, off again. It's on now, 25% tariff. And you've actually filed a lawsuit with the federal government and said this List 3 is a violation of the Trade Act of 1974, and they've named, I guess, three judges that are going to be sitting on this thing. Give us an update on that. So we have recently been named as the test case. So there's over 3,700 cases that followed our initial case back in September of last year. There's over 6,000 companies represented in those 3,700 cases. We believe it's well over a trillion dollars of economic activity in the United States that has spoken out against what we believe is the unlawful imposition of List 3 and List 4A. And we are proceeding uh, quite rapidly now that the Biden administration is seated. And uh, we have uh, just just had a hearing in the court yesterday. We've uh, come up with a rather aggressive schedule. And there's a couple of critical points that need to be attended to. And we expect some of the earliest decisions from the court possibly in May. Of course, we're optimistic. We believe we're on good footing. We believe that uh, there are uh, precedent cases that have been decided this year that abode favorably for us in the Court of International Trade. And you seek the elimination of that tariff, and then you seek relief and uh, pay us back. I mean, that's the two Correct. things. Correct. If indeed our arguments prevail, we would expect that all of the tariffs that have been paid will be refunded and that the List 3 and List 4 will be permanently taken out uh, as the way they were implemented and hopefully not come back, not rear their ugly heads again to disrupt American economic growth. All right. So let's talk about the topic. The reason I want to do this interview is you've just announced yesterday that you're going to build a world headquarters for HMTX 
and it's going to be in Norwalk, Connecticut, up there where you live. And it's a 24,000-square-foot building that's not going to disturb the land. It's going to kind of sit above it, and it's going to create more energy than it uses. Tell us a little bit more about it. Well, we're really excited about this project, and it's something that I personally have been thinking about for many years. I've owned the land behind our current headquarters for about eight or nine years, and it's an extremely difficult piece of property to build on because it's a big, giant rock glacial outcropping. So the building, I'm calling it the house upon the hill, because yeah. instead of flattening the hill, we are going to build on top of it. Basically, the majority of the building is going to sit on stilts, and that, that will allow it to basically uh, hover just touching the top of that rock outcropping. It's a pretty, sh- pretty sheer angle at which it comes down because it was formed by a glacier, you know, millions of years ago. And our building will, will sit, the base of our building will sit maybe 20 feet above the roof of our current building and go up four stories. We believe that the top of our building will be the highest point in our city. It will have views of the New York City skyline, of the Long Island Sound, and we'll have a beautiful garden on the top of it. It's really got uh, some presence, but most importantly is it's built to an amazing sustainability standard. Our architect is Jason McLennan, who has become a very good friend of mine, and he is one of the leading advocates for sustainability, founder of the International Living Future Institute and uh, the Living Building Challenge is the standard we're playing to instead of LEED. As you know, Camp We built a LEED Platinum building down in Calhoun, but we think this building will be a much higher level of sustainability and really integrating with the landscape more successfully. You know, we do a survey every year, and we ask the A&D community who's the greenest company in the business. And, you know, thanks to Ray Anderson, Interface continues to to win that award. But it sounds like, hey, it's going to be a new challenger, right? New kid in town, absolutely. You know, uh, from one of your competitors, we did win the, uh, a very high level, the first, first private company to do so. Ray Anderson was a great innovator, but, you know, innovation is what have you done for me lately. Right. And we think we're going to be doing a lot more, not only with the building, but what we do inside the building will be uh, transformational and really drive the industry forward and help keep innovation as the centerpiece of what makes LVT grow and what makes people want to buy flooring. Yeah, one, one more little uh, chapter in your disruptor of the industry. Down in Calhoun, when you were building the building you just mentioned a minute ago, you built one, and it was LEED. And it kind of irked you that it costs so much to go through that LEED process and that certification. So you built one across the street, and you used a different certification. What was yeah, that? GBI Green Globes, correct. So yeah. when we build this one, well, that'll be our third different standard. We believe uh, there's nobody else in the flooring industry, I don't even know in any industry, who's built highest-level buildings to three different standards. Uh-huh. So we know what green building's about. We understand sustainability. We understand sustainability in products, in process, of course, in energy consumption and carbon emissions. And this is part of our, our DNA, and it's part of who we are. And we're going to make it part of our product development process and part of our product development going forward. Now, is Norwalk going to let you stick up tall like that? Yes, they are. We had two years of interesting hearings with the town, the commissioners, and we got, a, we got not only do we have the rights to be tall, uh-huh. but we also have the rights to have residential apartments inside of our headquarters. So we will have a, what we call visiting apartments for uh-huh. artists, for engineers, for customers, for our own staff, so that this building will service as a, as a living quarters as well as a, as a headquarters. And also we're going to have a small 
production facility on the ground floor to do rapid prototyping, which is, is going to be probably the most exciting thing that happens in that building and brand new to our industry. Okay. Is that going to be like digital printing? That's correct. It'll all be part of our digital transformation yeah. strategy. So as, as you know, we recently hired Kevin Rausch out of the tech industry right. to become our chief design and technology officer. So I've dedicated him the first floor, and we are building a brand new machine that will not only do digital printing, but will really create in a very short time from an idea to a finished prototype product that is exactly what we could make in our factories the next day. Uh-huh. And that will be something that would normally take six months. We could probably do in six hours. And you'll have to change the standard for rigid LVT because it requires a wear layer. We can get into that later. We're about to run out of time. So, again, I've been talking to Harlan Stone about his new world headquarters that's going to be a super green building and one of the first Living Building Challenge pedal certified projects in Connecticut. Harlan is the CEO of HMTX, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.